0: The fifth state in the union, but the first state in our hearts. The state of Connecticut has a long and storied history of success on and off the athletic fields. And 22 Threads is your go-to apparel brand for all things CT. Visit the 22 Threads website at www.22threads.com to shop their stores and blue-collar football apparel collections now. 10% of each item sold is donated to a local Connecticut nonprofit organization. Look good, do good, because you love CT. All right, back for another football week here. Uh, show with Jackson Mitchell join us again. So, Jackson, uh, welcome back to the podcast.
1: Appreciate you having me.
0: So, I, I know uh, another rough one coming against Duke over this past weekend. I know it had uh, you know been a tough game for you, given some of the the circumstances we saw there. Tell me what this game was like from from you and your perspective of of what you dealt with.
1: Yeah, it was obviously tough because I, you know, I pre- prepared all week for, for this game at the end of the week against a big opponent. And it was obviously a home game and, and an exciting game to play. And uh, obviously, like very early in the game, probably the fifth defensive play, I, I got ejected for uh, targeting, which, you know, I personally obviously am going to disagree with and feel like a lot of, I'm not in the minority with that. No, uh, you're not. You're not. <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely a tough call and frustrating. But after that, you know, I, kind of just tried to be the best team that I could and, and kind of help out the guys I could on the sideline.
0: I mean, I I think one of the craziest parts of that whole play and, and how things played out there was the original overturn. Then they come back, you know, like two minutes later and, and say, we, we changed our minds again on this. What was that like for you? Were they communicating with you during that, being like, okay, you're good? And then they're like, wait, actually, we're, you're, you're not? like we're, we're re-changing our thoughts on this?
1: Yeah, I actually didn't know that they were allowed to do that or they could possibly do that. Yeah. I don't know. But uh so uh they had told me like they were reviewing it, so we were just in the huddle talking about the defense and I was kind of just waiting on the on it and he obviously went on the Jumbotron and said I was good. So he, we, we lined back up, we went back out there and then like they weren't snapping the ball, and then the rest were going back over there. So I had thought they were, you know, fixing the play clock or 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 spotting the ball differently or something. I didn't even think anything much of it. And then the, one of the assistant refs came over to me after and he said, like, are you the one that hit the quarterback? I was like, yeah. He said, yeah, I'm sorry. You, you got to go. I hate the rule. But and I asked him what happened and, and he kind of didn't say anything. And I just obviously jogged off in frustration. And later, obviously, Coach Moore told me that I guess the ACC because they're ACC refs, the ACC can call down from their headquarters and overturn what the refs decision was, which I didn't know is possible. But that's kind of what happened. Yeah, no,
0: I mean, uh, really kind of crazy turn of events there. And I, I think one thing that, at least from your perspective, I guess had to be make you a little bit better is Coach Moore was pretty adamant in going after those refs when they overturned the overturn and um, he was going at it. What's it like to play for a coach like that, that, you know, has your back in, in those type of moments when you guys have to deal with, you know, some personal adversity and, and he's up there standing up for you?
1: Yeah, it's definitely good knowing, like, obviously you're going to have a coach that has your back through a lot of different situations, difficult situations that you're obviously going through an individual, but um, it's definitely good. And, and it allows you kind of play more free because, you know, he's got your back and he's going to support you.
0: I know in the past, you know, targeting, you used to have to be like, you know, jettisoned from the team. Like you had to go back in the locker room. Yeah. At least now you were able to stay on the sideline. So what was it like in terms of just like knowing you can't go back out there to play, but being out there on the sideline with everyone. And what, was, what were you out there doing with the team?
1: Yeah, it was definitely a different perspective. I don't think, you know, I've set out like like from a game since I was a freshman yeah. probably. Um, so it was definitely difficult, but, but you know, I just tried to, obviously I'm a leader on the team and try to keep the attitude up on the sideline and and kind of just watch what they were doing on offense and try to relay it to uh, Tui and Noah because they were obviously on the field a lot and just tell them what I was seeing from the sideline. And it was just a different perspective for sure because obviously I'm used to standing right there in the middle and seeing it.
0: Yeah. Be, so being on the sideline, I, I, I've i got to ask you, because I know uh, after the game, Coach Moore went on to talk about how, despite the the score and the margin there, he, he had some hope based on kind of some change in demeanor on the sideline. People, you know, players and, and everyone being a little bit more into it, maybe if, if, if that's what he was insinuating there. From being on the sideline, did you get a sense that, you know, that enthusiasm was there that he was talking about uh, in that press conference?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, you know, the guys that obviously don't play a lot or the freshmen, the guys that are redshirting, they brought some good energy for us on the sideline. And, and you know, had it been a super close game, I think it would have been great for us. and And the guy even on defense kind of fed off it a little bit. We were getting stops when we could and we were stopping the run. So it definitely helped. And I could definitely feel the difference just being on the sideline compared to, you know, the FIU game per se.
0: Yeah. So as we, you know, head down towards this next stretch of the season, and I know obviously the start that that you guys didn't expect, but having had a similar start last year, is there something from what you did last year that, you know, maybe starts to get into your head that, Hey, you know, we've been here before and we're able to turn things around uh, that maybe you take away from last season heading into this, you you know, kind of the final half or so of the season
1: uh yeah for sure i mean obviously we were in a similar situation you know if we win this game we're in the exact same situation we were last year um and we, you know you kind of you don't want to look too far ahead but you see games on your schedule that are you know winnable games so obviously everyone who play kind of left is they're they're good teams they're putting up points they're they're playing good defense that type of thing so they're good teams but but there's not too many games on our schedule that we can't obviously pull out um So that's kind of like gives you hope and and knowing that just it takes one. So obviously we're focusing super hard on Utah State and trying to just get this one and get the ball rolling because we feel like, you know, after when we got that Fresno one last year, it kind of got us rolling and gave us the confidence we needed.
0: I'm curious because I know, you know, given the, the Slower start here, um, you know, the expectations you had coming into the season. I know there have been some player departures of, of late. Is the morale still good in, in in the locker room that you guys, you feel like you've got a group that's, you know, still going out there to, to compete and, and turn this season around?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, that's my job to kind of keep that up. Obviously, this is my last year, you know, there's nowhere for me to go or to do anything like that. Like, this is all I got. So I'm definitely me guys like me, Christian, who who, this is like our last eight games, hopefully nine, like we're definitely trying to push and and keep the morale up and kind of lead so we can get the the ball rolling because it's kind of what we got left for us.
0: Yeah. What what, what has your message been to the rest of the team as you've been trying to be that, you know, leader in the locker room and and keep everyone in, in a good place?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just kind of focus on us and, and what we're doing. You know, there's a lot of, especially in situations like this, there's a lot of outside noise. A lot of people have things to say about, you know, maybe us as individuals or us as a team or as a whole, um, kind of just focus on us and what we're doing and, and play for the guy next to you and, and work for the guy next to you because, you know, we the outcome's there. It's possible. We just kind of just got to double down. And-
0: I'm going to take a quick break from the interview to tell you about my friends at Martin Rosol's Meets. This fourth-generation Connecticut family business produces kielbasa, hot dogs, sausages, and deli meats using Martin Rossell's very own original recipes. Their products can be found in grocery stores, delis, restaurants, and hot dog stands throughout the state. And if you're looking for your fill right away, check out their retail store in New Britain. For more information, visit com and go support a Yukon fan-owned business. And now, back to the interview.
1: Go a little harder. and keep digging down and grinding out.
0: So I, I'm going to phrase this in, in two parts. So now that, you know, you're a third of the way through the season, um, what do you think has been the most disappointing part so far, uh, you know, of the season? And then on the flip side, you know, what makes you optimistic that this team can can make some changes and get, you know, the ship back in the right direction?
1: Um, Yeah, I think disappointing. Obviously I'm a defensive guy. I think the most disappointing part of the season so far was kind of the way we started the season and, and allowed like, kind of the run game because obviously these last two games we've been pretty good against the run like inside run yeah Um, but we struggled with it a lot in nc state which kind of was our downfall and then again in georgia state like they kind of got after us a little bit in the run game so that was kind of disappointing early in the season considering you know we have confidence in our front seven and we weren't playing to our standard and i take a lot of responsibility for that but i think um that was definitely tough for us just defensively um but something positive i would say is just you know the way like the guys that are still here the way that they're they're still fighting and they're still trying to keep keep it positive and you know obviously the first game was kind of close well you know we if we, we yeah. didn't make some mistakes some penalties like we could have came out with that one for sure and then the next two we kind of lost it we, we got down on ourselves but the way guys battled back and, and haven't lost confidence knowing we played a good team last week and we have a winnable game this week if we kind of just do what we do like I like to see that confidence from the team and guys haven't you know in practice they haven't quit if anything they're going a little bit harder trying to figure out ways to get better which is exciting to see
0: now looking at, ahead to this game this weekend against utah state take me through a little bit of a preview in terms of you know what you guys have been prepping for this week in, in the team that everyone's going to see out there on saturday
1: yeah i mean uh they started the season with with one quarterback who who was there last year i think he was a backup last year and then these past two games they've kind of gone to uh a freshman who, who's gave them a little life in their offense. Um, obviously last game he had a pretty good game. Um, he threw some interceptions, but he had a lot of yards and, and he brought them back. They were down big to JMU and, and they came back and ended up losing, but obviously JMU is a good team. So, so that's um, a strong showing by Utah state, obviously. Um, and then I think their skill guys, like their running backs are very shifty, you know, kind of like some guys that we have on a, on our offense and, and their receivers are small too and, and shifty. So, this is going to be a big game in tackling space and something that we've worked on a lot, considering how we were at the beginning of season to now. Um, and just, you know, like, just kind of making our plays when, when they come to us. And we, and we know, like, we're gonna to have to get turnovers and, and that type of thing. And, and something that we haven't done so far, but but we're excited to do this game.
0: So I, I've got to ask because Coach Moore brought it up, but in his press conference last week and talking about the game, he he mentioned that there was a chance you almost would have been a Dookie, which I think would have killed all the UConn fans, uh, you know,
1: heading into this season.
0: Uh, Tell me how how serious was that talk there?
1: Yeah. I mean, I never um, really entertained. I don't really, I never really entertained any teams that um, kind of reached out or that type of thing. But with this new age at the portal and NIL, that type of thing, you know, there are, when you're an older guy and the possibility of a graduate transfer or, or a couple of years of eligibility, there definitely are teams that kind of reach out and especially to smaller schools and, and get their bigger players. And, and they had reached out like they they find way. Obviously, it's against the rules. So they find ways around it. Um, someone had told me they were reaching out, but I'd never really entertained it. You know, and I want to be here for my last year and kind of finish my the job here. So.
0: As always, uh, got to wrap with a little Giants talk. You know, tough one last week. Got Seattle on, on the slate this week. How, how are you feeling about that one?
1: Yeah, I think it, it'll be good. I think it's I think it's a must win for us. You know, the way the division is going. I think the Eagles are really good. The Cowboys, you know, they had a tough one. They actually lost the team we beat. Yeah. But uh, but they're doing well. And, and we're kind of last in the division right now. So I think it's a big win for us um, for, for our season, for sure. Hopefully Saquon can play and, and help us out.
0: Yeah, and and at least you're not the Jets right now. I'm just kidding.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) But Jackson, uh, I really appreciate the time and uh, best of luck against Utah State this week.
1: Appreciate it. Thank you.